Hi, welcome back to that, our study of Song of Songs. Seeking God by trusting in His Word. That's what chapter 1 is all about. We're picking it up in verse 8 of chapter 1. In verse 7, she, we left off where she was asking, where do you shepherd your flock? I don't want to go to the synagogues. I want to get it directly from you. Where do you shepherd your flock? His response, if you yourself do not know most beautiful among women. Now, I want to take a break here because what's he saying? Most beautiful among women. Is he talking about her exterior? No. 1 Samuel 16, verse 7, what were we talking? Her heart. That's what he's looking at. You're most beautiful to God when your heart is seeking after a relationship with God. That's how he sees her. Go forth on the trail of the flock. Pasture your young goats by the tents of the shepherds. Confusing? Not at all. Who are the goats? Well, in Matthew 25, 32, the goats are those that are condemned because they didn't give Jesus a drink of water. They didn't visit him when he was in prison. To the least of these brethren, you did it to me. So goats are, the, they're, I believe, what we call your thoughts and intentions. Hebrews 4, 12. The word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing as far as a division of soul and spirit, joints and marrow, and able to judge the thoughts and intentions of the heart. You've got to get those. And so he says, go to the tents of the shepherds and feed your goats. Who are the shepherds? Well, the Old Testament prophets were looking to the Messiah. That's who the shepherds are, right? Your thoughts and intentions. You want to be focused forward. You don't want to be like the Pharisees. They're focused on keeping the law. But when you're so buried under sin that there's no sacrifice of sins, which is what the Pharisees saw the people had, so they just sort of gave up on them. But you need to go to the Old Testament prophets. Like in John chapter 1, verse 45, Philip found Nathanael and said, We have found him of whom Moses in the law and also the prophets wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. You see, those guys were following after John the Baptist, the last of, of the, the Old Testament prophet, the greatest of the Old Testament prophets. And he was pointing forward too. He wasn't saying, do this, do this, to get your sins forgiven. He was talking about the coming of the Messiah. You need to be focused forward. That's what he's saying to her right here, right? Go to the tents. Go to the Old Testament prophets. This is what you need to be doing. You need to be watching for the coming of the Messiah. To me, my darling, oh, stop right there. Old Testament people, what do they do? The, the interpreters... The translators, especially New American Standard, they're focusing on what? They're focusing on romantic love when they should be focusing on spiritual. Darling is better translated love. To me, my love, you are like my mare among the chariots of Pharaoh. The chariots. Kings aren't supposed to trust in the stallions and the chariots. You're like my mare among all these stallions. You stand out. God puts his trust in humble individuals. 1 Corinthians 1.26, consider your calling. There's not many, with, not many wise according to the flesh. Not many mighty, right? It's not who I am. It's what I am in the sense that I'm seeking after God, right? I'm just like his mare. And God so appreciates my heart as I'm seeking after him. Your cheeks are lovely with ornaments. Your neck with strings of beads. What are these things? There are worldly good deeds, you know, I've been studying the Bible for five, ten years, trying to find God. I've been going to church after church, trying to find God, right? That's good. When you see people like that, you need to recognize they're striving for God. Have they wasted time? Not at all.
It's important to continue to read. It's like Cornelius here, a centurion, devout man, one who feared God with his household, gave many alms to the Jewish people and prayed to God continually. God knew, he heard, and he sent Peter for, with salvation to help Cornelius. This is what you can put together, but it's just ornaments and strings of beads. I love this verse. We, we, what's we? We's the Trinity. Let us make man in our image, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. We will make for you ornaments of gold. When you come to us, what are we going to give you? We are his workmanship, for we are his workmanship, says Paul, talking about us as individuals created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand. Now the works I'm calling you to do, reach out and to touch the lives of other people, share the good news. That are Those are ornaments of gold, beads of silver. That's the things that are going to last. That's what we want for you. Now we drop back to her. While the king was at his table, my perfume gave forth its fragrance. At his table, well, Christ is still in this period of time, in this, in this writing, is in heaven. He's still in heaven. He's at his table. And what is she doing? She's praying. The altar of incense in the tabernacle, the, in Revelation chapter 6, the martyrs under the altar. Our prayers are fragrance going up before God is what you need to see here. My beloved to me is a pouch of myrrh which lies all night between my breasts. What's the focus here? He's on my heart. He's in my dreams. Finally, brethren, whatever's true, whatever is honorable, whatever's right, dwell on these things. Right? Get your thoughts going. Focused on Christ. Take the Word of God with you. Have that memory work so when you lay down at night, you've got the Word of God right there and start to focus on what it's trying to teach you to do. My beloved to me is a cluster of Hena blossoms in the vineyards of Engedi. The Hena blossoms happen once a year. In the, in the, you got to travel to get there, but she's thinking about in the future. You know, such an awesome, t she's looking forward to with all kinds of anticipation, right? I'm just thinking about this cluster of Hena blossoms. It's what we're supposed to be doing. Titus chapter 2, 11 to 14, instructing us to, the word of God instructs us to deny ungodliness, worldly desires. Clean up your act. Get your thoughts right. And looking for the blessed hope and appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Christ Jesus. Our thoughts, he's in our dreams, our intentions, preparing and looking for, are you preparing and looking forward to, or are you getting lost in this world of darkness? How beautiful you are, my love. Again, he's looking at the heart, because this is what she's doing, her thoughts and intentions. She's got her goats in line. She's waiting for the Messiah to show up. Your eyes are like doves. Jesus says, behold, I send you out like sheep amidst the wolves. Be as shrewd as serpents and what? Innocent. Your eyes are innocent as doves because we don't have an agenda. We're just trying to help other people to see Christ living in us. How handsome you are, my beloved, and so pleasant. Indeed, our couch is luxuriant. Where we meet to learn and grow, that's our couch. It's luxuriant, right? And you can look it up in the, in the concordance and it'll say greenery, but you can continue to look that up and it's more luxuriant is referring to flourishing. Whenever we get together, when we get together, it just flourishes. It just grows. This relationship, because you're in the word of God and everything ju is just absolutely taking off. The beams of our houses 
They're cedars and our rafters are cypresses. The cedars, the beams, that's your foundation. The cypresses, that's your roof, that's your protection. Unless the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain who build it. You got to have God. You got to be working with the Bible to build who you are in this day and age. What does Jesus say? Build on the rock, not the sand. And Paul says Jesus is our cornerstone. And that's where you need to build. Yeah, this is absolutely incredible. This opening chapter, it's about seeking after God. He is our king. He is our shepherd. He is the Christ. And the bride, that's you. And God wants you to be seeking with him for, with all your heart, mind, soul, strength. Don't be content with man-made churches or synagogues. Continue to follow after God for the rest of your life. It's a, that's what we are supposed to be accomplishing. That's chapter 1. This is how I break down the entire book. But in chapter 1, I've entitled it Seeking the Messiah. There's the love of God that we see. He's given us his communication. We need to dig into it and to find out what he expects from us. Chapter 2, we're sliding into next. That's about the joy. Joy comes from what? Following, obeying the Messiah. Thank you for being here with us. See you in chapter 2.